Hello and welcome to Witch Shorts. I'm Rob Lilly and welcome to our first episode of 2023. I hope you had a great Christmas and New Year and I do hope you enjoyed our special bonus episode too. If you haven't heard it yet, I teamed up with my colleagues Grace and Lucia from the Witch Investigates and Witch Money podcasts and we answered some of your burning questions on topics we'd covered on all of our podcasts over the last 12 months. Now to find that episode, just take a look in this feed and maybe even stick around and have a listen to that after this. First though, to this week's episode. In it, Ian Aikman takes a look at the Fintfluencers, that's financial influencers to you and me, who are offering unsolicited advice on social media. Without further ado then, let's cross over to Ian and the world of murky investing. Imagine you're enjoying a drink at your local pub when a man at the next table strikes up a conversation. Pointing out the window, he asks what you think of his Lamborghini parked outside. You agree it's very fancy, but say that you could never afford one yourself. Well, he says, I made millions through a brilliant cryptocurrency investment trick, and if you follow my advice, so could you. As a Savvy Witch Shorts listener, you would probably run a mile. Aside from the fact that investing in cryptocurrency could leave you bankrupt rather than a billionaire, you know better than to take financial advice from a flashy stranger. But alarmingly, many people are taking this kind of unverified, unsolicited advice from strangers every day. Social media has given almost anyone the chance to build a huge audience without needing any credentials, and these so-called influencers can hold huge sway with their followers. 2021 research carried out by Twitter found that almost half of its users who were surveyed relied on influencers for product recommendations. If someone's extolling the virtues of a new clothing brand, you could argue there's relatively little harm done, but some are using their influence to dole out financial advice which carries a much higher risk than a t-shirt recommendation. Take Tyson Schultz, the Australian social media influencer who rose to fame on Instagram via posts depicting his glamorous lifestyle. Think helicopters, sports cars, and designer clothes. So far, so innocuous. But alongside this, he told his thousands of followers that they too could be like him by following his stock trading tips. Despite having no formal license to give financial advice or any evidence of how much money he actually had. When the Australian authorities investigated, his myth began to unravel. More on this later. You might think it's only common sense to take everything you read online with a bucket full of salt, but for many, the internet is the first place they turn when researching how and where to invest. A 2021 witch survey of 2008 people found that 14% of those who invested money did it through firms they had found via online search engines such as Google, while 9% found firms on social media, mainly Facebook and YouTube. Joint research carried out by the Financial Services Compensation Scheme and the Financial Conduct Authority in 2022 complements these findings. It shows that 14% of investors chose funds because they were promoted by a celebrity or influencer via social media. Some promotions may have been scams, fraudulently claiming celebrity endorsement. The pandemic saw a huge surge in younger people, even teenagers, investing for the first time. As the most common users of social media, younger people are particularly exposed to its influences. Alongside Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the algorithm-driven video-sharing platform TikTok is also becoming a widely used source of guidance. Some social media investment advice 
is nonsensical, even boiling down to make money by getting a job. But some advice could pose a serious threat to your finances. Common examples we found include the following. Firstly, making a packet by investing in undervalued stock. Proponents claim that by investing in a stock that's worth more than its current market value, examples we've seen include little-known drone car and electrical firms, you'll reap big rewards when its value inevitably climbs to its true worth. The people who tout this kind of advice may be trying to replicate the GameStop phenomenon. Driven largely by the online forum Reddit, a group of amateur investors, mainly picking their own stocks via the Robinhood trading app, bought shares in the US video game store GameStop and massively drove up its value. It has since declined. Since then, internet-savvy investors have been on the lookout for the next GameStop. Next, the new cryptocurrency that's the next big thing. You've heard of Bitcoin, but there's a wealth of alternative cryptocurrencies and non-fungible token or NFT projects out there primed to be the next big thing. Advocates say you should buy early and watch your profits soar. However, both cryptocurrency and NFTs are unregulated, meaning there's no recourse if you lose everything. They're also highly volatile, so the chance of substantial losses is high. New cryptocurrencies and NFTs are arguably even riskier than Bitcoin because investors could lose interest altogether in these new assets. In some cases, they're outright scams, with the creator pocketing investors' cash. How do influencers get away with it? Financial advice is usually heavily regulated. Organisations and individuals that make money from recommending investments, whether via a financial promotion, such as an ad on a website or a railway platform, or through one-to-one advice, must follow certain rules. These include the obligation to provide warnings that the value of investments can go down as well as up, and that capital is at risk. All the social media platforms we've mentioned have thorough policies around paid advertising for financial products. TikTok's rules are particularly strict. In July, it banned all forms of advertising around financial services and products, including cryptocurrency. Posts by social media influencers rarely come with the caveat that you might lose money. Many even state specific amounts you can expect to make, or that the influencer has supposedly made, often without any hard evidence. Conveniently round numbers like $10,000 a month are abundant. They can get away with it, because if a content creator posts their genuine opinion about finance or investment without being paid to endorse specific products, they don't need to follow financial promotion rules. Their lack of direct payment puts them in a grey area. It also raises questions about why they would bother to promote investments without making money from them. One theory might be that their opinionated views win them the instant dopamine hit of likes and growing numbers of followers, which could be their end goal. A large follower base could also enable them to make money from ads on their profile that aren't directly linked to what they're promoting. We asked Google, which owns YouTube, Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, and TikTok to respond to our findings. Only TikTok replied by our deadline. It simply outlined its official policies and practices. These include a public service announcement that appears on some of the most searched financial advice hashtags. It reminds users of the risk of investing and to consider doing their own research, but its value may be limited, given that videos often appear on a user's algorithmically generated homepage rather than via a search, and the nature of the research users should do is unclear. If an influencer is paid to advertise a financial product, they must follow financial promotion rules. There have been high-profile examples, though, of celebrity influencers failing to declare when they've been paid to promote a product and suffering the consequences. 
In October, Kim Kardashian was served a $1.26 million fine for a lack of transparency around a paid Instagram post for the cryptocurrency Ethereum Max. Which brings us back to the flashy Tyson Schultz, who we mentioned at the start. Last September, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, ASIC, began legal action against Schultz for allegedly operating a financial services business without a license. ASIC is seeking to bar Schultz from providing recommendations or opinions about stock trading. Key to this case, ASIC alleges, is that Scholz was charging his followers for trading tips so he could make money from his advice. Charlie Lawrence, a TikTok content creator who makes videos skewering subpar financial advice, says this approach, which involves running courses on how to make money rather than necessarily following your own advice, is becoming more common. It's like that idea from the gold rush in the US, he told us. The people who made the most were selling shovels, not digging for gold. Dodgy financial advice spreads easily on social media, thanks to algorithms suggesting content that users might enjoy. This results in what Lawrence calls a bad advice feedback loop. You watch one and it surfaces loads more, he says. Lawrence went viral with a video that acerbically unpicked another TikTok creator's financial guidance. It's racked up more than 11 million views, far surpassing the 150,000 of the video he took to task. He says he didn't expect the type of content he creates to resonate so strongly, but he's glad people recognise that he is talking sense. He also highlighted the appeal of advice that claims you can beat the system, offering clever hacks to make money fast. Hyperbolic, too-good-to-be-true schemes are more likely to prosper and spread than sober, realistic, long-term investment advice. A lot of it comes down to psychology, says Lawrence. If someone who isn't happy with where they are in life and isn't earning enough money, sees someone on social media promising, hey, follow my advice and you'll become successful, it plays into their hopes, dreams and aspirations. That seems far easier, he says, than to quit your job, retrain in a new industry and find happiness that way. In the UK, the FCA has indicated that search engines and social media platforms should be bound by the same financial promotions rules as newspapers around advertising risky investments. It cites the risk of scam ads as part of its reasoning. It has also expressed concern around the rise of firms paying so-called finfluencers, financial influencers, to promote their services, going as far as to take action against the app Free Trade for using paid social media promotions. The FCA defines a financial promotion as an invitation or inducement to engage in an investment activity or to engage in claims management activity that is communicated in the course of business. So if an influencer's suspect stock tips aren't technically part of their business, they're in a regulatory grey area. This means that, just as no one can stop a pub loudmouth from spouting nonsense investment advice, if no money is changing hands, there's little to keep ill-informed or irresponsible social media advisors in check. The best advice for all those receiving unsolicited investment advice, in person or online, is always to keep in mind the two C's, common sense and caution. As we all know, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Thank you so much to Ian for taking us through his piece, originally written for the December issue of The Witch Money magazine. Remember, you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts, and thanks for listening. Witch Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. <laughs>